0: Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today, you guys. Thanks for taking some time to uh, check in with the podcast in the middle of the Christmas season. Today is Thursday, December 23rd. And today I'm very excited to have a brand new friend on the founder of Nurses for Freedom is here. And we're gonna talk about all things medical freedom. Stick around, I think you're gonna be encouraged. All right, you guys, so it's a couple of days before Christmas, and there are a few things that you guys need to know about coming up on my schedule. I don't have time today because I want to get to Heather and really uh, dig into this issue, which is so important to me, as you guys well know. But uh, if you're interested in my calendar and where I'm going to be speaking, you can go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events, or you can go to my congressional run website, which is HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. You guys know that we have, uh, you know, coming up on the end of the year here for the congressional run and so many really good things are happening. I wanted to say thank you to everybody who's sending cards and letters to the Homeschool Resource Center. A lot of you young children writing into me and I can't even tell you, some of you guys have just reduced me to tears. So thank you so much for writing in and just encouraging us. A lot of times I'm in the studio by myself and it's just nice to know that there are lots and lots of people who are hearing this and are encouraged by it. So thank you for that. All right, you guys, without further ado, I wanna take a moment to just uh, introduce Heather to you. I found Heather actually on Instagram. I'm looking for uh, people who are strong, who are actually uh, in favor of real science, who aren't afraid to speak the truth. A lot of people right now who are trying to speak the truth are being censored and shut down and deplatformed. And uh, I am very, very thankful for women like Heather who have taken a stand for freedom. And I ran into her at TPUSA, which was totally awesome. So I was at America Fest. Some of you guys saw me. Uh, I was at America Fest for the last couple of days. And what an incredible, incredible event that was. And I was walking out the door from the exhibit hall. And I saw this guy with this t shirt on that I was like, I, I want that shirt. Where did you get that shirt? I need that shirt. And said I tested positive for freedom. And I so I stopped him and said, Hey, where where did you get your shirt? He goes, Oh, we make those. And and then I introduced myself. And Heather's like, Wait, are you Heidi St. John? And we sort of took it from there. So we're like, we're like the president of the Mutual Admiration Society. So Heather, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Well, it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm excited that you're here because I think what you're doing is, uh, bringing inspiration to people across the nation who recognize, Hey, we're in trouble. I mean, we're in so much trouble right now, uh, because really we've got, you know, the, the, the dangerous Democrats in charge of our country right now, who with a virus of the 99.9% survival rate are shuttering the entire nation. Now they're talking about doing it again over Omicron, you know, the sky is falling, you know, and, uh. And it's very rare right now to find people particularly in your profession who are willing to risk it all to say, this is not right. This is never how we've ever handled viruses in the past. Why are we doing it this way? What was your, uh, what was your reason? Cause you're a mom, right? You, you, you got a life, right?
1: Yeah, I am. I have four kids. Um, you know, this has been going on for two years now and it's crazy to think about that. But I think initially, for me, there were just so many inconsistencies in what they were telling us and what I was finding in my own research and what I was seeing, what I was hearing from friends that are, were working in these you know, critical areas, ICU, ER. Um, there just were so many things to me that didn't add up, including masks and masking kids. And once it really started hitting my kids and affecting them, that's when I was like, enough is enough. So, That's kind of, I think, what just motivated me initially to start speaking out.
0: So how is it affecting your kids?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's affecting everyone's kids, right? I think Mm -hmm, last mm -hmm. year, um, well, two years ago when it first hit, you know, they were out of school. Um, Eventually they were out of school and, you know, we were doing the whole distance learning. And then, and they actually go to private Christian school. Um, And then the year after that, they were having to wear masks and I just won't mask my kids. I don't think they need to be masked. It doesn't work. And Mm -hmm. I just don't Mm -hmm. agree with it. So Mm -hmm. I decided to homeschool them actually, which is why I found so much encouragement from you and other moms who have more experience than I did, because I didn't really know what I was doing, Um, but it was Mm -hmm. worth it. And, you know, I... There was a time that I actually went in public with my kids, unmasked into a grocery store. We were all perfectly healthy. I had some woman follow me around the store for 15 minutes. I live in California. People are crazy here. Um, but California, followed, yes. Yes, it is. She followed us around for like 15 minutes. And finally, That's crazy, she just came up to me and started yelling at me and my kids how we were disgusting. She couldn't believe we were unmasked. Um, so they had to witness that. And so, yeah, in many ways they've had to, they've had conversations at school with other kids that recently my son told me that he's in first grade. Um, he just came home saying a child told him that, oh, well, if you don't get the vaccine, you're going to die and you can kill your grandma and grandpa. So, I oh mean, in so many ways they are. they have definitely heard things, seen things that mm-hmm. I wish it was differently, but you know, that's mm-hmm. the point we're at right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and the Biden administration backing this up, right? Yesterday, the White House tweeting that uh, it's gonna be a very sad winter for people who are unvaccinated. We're gonna see death and devastation. We're gonna overwhelm the hospitals. Uh, this was, this is discrimination in its purest form. This is what this country has is founded to protect us from. And yet this is what we're watching, right? Day in and day out, the Biden administration pitting Americans against each other. You are uh, a nurse, right? You're in the medical profession, and my mom, you know, I, I talked about this a long time ago at the, at the show, but my mom in the very beginning of this, who worked in pediatric oncology and emergency medicine for a long time, she was one of the very first people to say to me, this is never how we treated viruses. Like this is, this no. is, you know, in, you know, backwards and upside down and everything else. What, what does your medical training, are you surprised? Well, there's so many things I want to ask you. Are you surprised at how the medical community uh, under the, the, the leadership of, you know, Fauci, who's really leading a cult at this point. Are you surprised at what has happened to the medical community?
1: Yeah, um, you know I really am. I, I honestly, many days I just feel disgusted with what I've seen, what I've heard. Um, I was refused the ability to go care for a patient a couple of weeks ago because I'm not vaccinated. Um, the facility, this woman needed wound care. I couldn't even go in to see her. There was no other nurse. The facility was mad that we didn't have a vaccinated nurse and here I am perfectly capable to go in there and take care of this woman. I'm healthy and I wasn't allowed to. So, I mean, patients are being refused services based off of that. Um, If they're in a nursing home or a skilled nursing facility, um, I mean, there are so many things I could tell you, lack of treatment. We're not treating patients when we have effective treatments and, you know, really, when they want to talk about death, they're responsible, in my opinion, for a lot of it by not allowing early treatment, not allowing us to help patients. And it's unethical and it's egregious. As, as a nurse, that's how I feel.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what my mom said. And from the very beginning of this thing, she's like, Heidi, watch what's going on. Like, this is not normal. This isn't right. She's masks do not protect you against viruses. What do you know as a nurse, because you've been in this field for a long time, what has mm-hmm. always been the standard of care? Why do you wear a mask? Because people say, well, they wear a mask in surgery, so obviously mm-hmm. they work. Why are they wearing mm-hmm. a mask?
1: Yeah, I mean, from the beginning, what I have always said, and I stand by this, is that you know, when you are sick and you have a cough, um, you know, you can it can protect some of the droplets from getting out if you're sick, right? But to mask people who are healthy, we've never done that before. This is this is ridiculous, and. So many of us have known this for so long, but you know, oh, people don't want to say it. And there's even physicians who have been advocating for masks from the beginning of time. And one of those is Dr. Z Dog, who's very famous and he has a podcast. Mm -hmm. He advocated for this strongly and now this year decided to go back on what he said. So I feel like I said, there are so many inconsistencies from the beginning of time. I have been consistent with what I've said, they're not effective. You know, this is an airborne virus. So with an airborne virus, as nurses, we wear an N95 or a PAPR or, you know, you have to have all these precautions in the hospital to protect us. And PPE works in the appropriate setting. Yes, it does. I totally advocate for that. But to be masking people in the public, in a community setting, sometimes at, at one point in open air, we were masking people outside in California. This is insanity. And it's like Dr. Peter McCullough just said. People are under this psychosis, and it's not normal.
0: Mm-hmm. So, it's not normal. Yeah. And you see it on, I mean, you and I were just at, at, at AmericaFest, and hardly anybody there in masks. You know, really, it was just the news crews and people whose bosses were telling them they had to do it. But mm-hmm. it, that mask, uh, this has been my, you know, my opinion from the very beginning of this, that mask is a symbol of fear. So really Mm -hmm. all it's doing is saying, be afraid, be afraid, be afraid. There's something wrong, there's something wrong, there's something wrong. And it's having a devastating impact on the way that we treat each other. It's having a devastating impact on our children. We're seeing uh, suicide rates skyrocketing. We're watching depression, more kids on antidepressant medication now than in recent memory. And I believe you can trace this back to the way we've handled COVID.
1: Yep, yep, absolutely. I mean, like I said, you know, Last year, um, one of my friends, she's also a nurse, an ER nurse, we looked into, you know, how this was affecting kids significantly. Um, We really dug into the research. We did an Instagram Live about this. Of course, it was censored, but we were just discussing, like, how... How is there no research so far on how this does affect children? And, you know, kids that have speech therapy issues and kids that are learning how to communicate like little toddlers, we don't need to be masking them. And now, sure enough, they are finally doing the research on these things and they're showing that children are regressing and they're delayed because of this. And I have been saying this the entire time, but you know, like, like, you know, they censor all of this. Um, If you're a medical professional who doesn't align with that narrative, you don't get to have an opinion and you don't get to share that publicly. Um, People will see it if they're looking hard enough. But other than that, we don't really get to have a voice.
0: No. And it seems to me, that the narrative, at least on the mainstream media, is just getting more and more ugly and darker by the day because now we have Omicron and now they're mm-hmm. saying this, you know, and so Biden comes out, uh, was it today or yesterday Biden came out and said, hey, look at me, I'm the new hero of the day. I'm gonna be investing 500 million free tests because Omicron is now the, the, uh, the dominant coronavirus strain. This thing will never end. And uh, oh. I, it's, I find it fascinating that we're not talking about herd immunity, we're not talking about what it takes to actually stop the virus by uh, preventative measures such as eating right and zinc. Instead, we're telling people, hey, get your vaccine and you can have free donuts for a year. Uh, yes. The whole thing is uh, is upside <laughs> down and backward, right?
1: Uh, well, keep in mind, too, that this new variant is like a minor cold, which the media doesn't like to talk about. But that's what the data is showing so far. And we have, you know, we have these places like New York who... Look at what they're doing with the vaccine mandate and vac- vaccine cards and all these things, and this variant skyrocketing there, and they're making a huge deal of it. Obviously, all the things they've implemented aren't working. If that's the case, so at what mm-hmm. point do you decide? When are you going to live your life? That's kind of that's kind of how I feel. It's time for everybody to live their life and accept the fact that this is this is our new reality. This variant and all these variants are going to keep coming it's no different than the flu. In my opinion, um, yes. you know, the virus itself for some people, I would say in my you know professional opinion, it's different than the flu, but it's still very survivable for most people. And again, I'm a strong advocate for early treatment prevention. Those are things that they're not telling people that they're not allowing us to do as medical professionals. And there are some doctors who are true heroes who, have been treating their patients and are helping people and helping keep them out of the hospital. Isn't that the goal here? If that's the goal, then why are we not doing those things?
0: All right, you guys, you know that I have entered into an awesome uh, partnership with Mike Lindell over at MyPillow, and I decided I was gonna go ahead and try some new things. So, we ordered their slippers this year. You guys, check it out. It's a great Christmas gift, and you can get a massive discount up to 66% off of everything that's at the MyPillow store. You guys, they have sheets, they have a mattress, they've got a dog bed, which Finley is loving. They've got awesome bathrobes, and their slippers are fantastic, real leather. You will love them. Don't tell anybody, but that's what I got my husband for Christmas. Anyway, I want to encourage you guys. It's a great way to support an American owned business and support this podcast at the same time. Do some Christmas shopping at mypillow.com. Use promo code Heidi or call 1-800-447-0541. Yeah, it makes you wonder. I mean, I said, uh, I was talking to my friend, Dr. Richard Bartlett, who's been on the show many times. Simone Gold has been on the show with me. Scott Miller, uh, Dr. Scott Jensen has been on the show, and they're all saying the same thing. This is criminal how we are handling this. So I guess the question becomes, Heather, because the more I talk to the medical professionals, the more I'm like, yeah, you know, as as we kind of move forward into this thing and as it becomes more obvious that this is never going to end. You just nailed it. This is never going to end. They're never going to stop. This is going to get worse and worse and worse. This is not about your health. This is about control. This is about instituting some sort of weird new, people keep calling it a new world order. And at first I was really hesitant. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Now I'm going, okay, all right. I'm willing to, I'm willing to listen. Now something's, something's terribly really wrong. What do we do? So you started Nurses for Freedom, which is really how I found you. And I love, love, love your Instagram account. And I'm going to link back to it in the show notes today, because you'll, you'll get a whole lot more people following you uh, after this, I promise you. Um, but why did you start that? Because it takes, I mean, did, have they fired you from your job yet? <laughs> I
1: mean, no. Most no. people that
0: are, most people that are, stand uh, you know, standing against this yeah. are, are losing their jobs.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's important, you know, to speak out, but I do use wisdom and discretion. So I don't say where I work and things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. because of course these are my own opinions and not necessarily Mm -hmm. aligned with my employer, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that I started it initially just because I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. And like I said, we're not getting on, especially on social media, you're only seeing one side, and there's so much propaganda. And it was just driving me crazy. So I initially started it sharing things more like about masks and just things I was seeing in in my own research, like I said, that I thought were encouraging. For instance, it's very encouraging that the virus doesn't really affect our children. So that was one thing that I wanted people to know. I wanted them to. Take a deep breath, calm down, relax, actually look at the data. That's the most important thing. You need to inform yourself and educate yourself, not rely on these people who are lying to you, mainstream media who is lying to you, who their job is literally to scare you because what does fear do? Like you said, it controls, it controls us, right? It controls the decisions we make if we let it. And, you know, I haven't done that and it's so important for me with raising my own kids, To inform myself so that I know how to handle these situations and also stay relaxed so that I can be a good mom and not let these things overwhelm myself. So, yeah, now my community, though, honestly, I think the most encouraging thing has been you know, it's over 60,000 now people, um, many of them thousands and thousands, and probably the large majority are other healthcare workers. Some of them are doctors, some of them are NPs, physician's assistants. A lot of them aren't comfortable coming forward with their views, but we privately talk like via messages and email and many, many nurses and other healthcare workers now who have lost their jobs. So now the account mainly has been assisting people to write religious exemptions. So I do provide resources for that. I work with an attorney here in California and we are fighting the mandates. We're going to be suing Kaiser. We're suing multiple different hospitals who are discriminating against their staff who they praised for being heroes, and now decided to fire because they don't feel comfortable getting the vaccine.
0: Hmm. And when you say that you started talking, um, you know, you started speaking out, so Nurses for Freedom, I mean, I love your account, because you're so you're so bold, and you're kind of, you know, many ways, it's wise, because you're not, you're, you're right, never, I've never seen you name your employer, but you're definitely poking the bear, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what needs to happen. And we heard a lot of that at, uh, at at America Fest over the last couple of days. The plumb line has always got to be truth. And if we can't start from a mm-hmm. position of truth, the whole building is sideways. And mm-hmm. that's what's happening in the country and around the world right now. So how do, or is there a lot of people listening to this that
1: mm-hmm. are like,
0: okay, I don't like this, but I'm, I'm scared. I don't like it. I don't like getting yelled at when I go to the grocery store without a mask. I don't like it because Mm -hmm. in different people in different parts of the country, I mean, we were just in Arizona. It's a whole lot more free there. uh, I promise Mm -hmm. you than in Vancouver, Washington or Portland, Oregon, where people will literally the worst airport in the world right now, at least for me is Portland, Oregon. I have been yelled at more in my own town, my own hometown airport Mm -hmm. than Mm -hmm. any other place in the country. And it's real. The harassment is real. The the fear-mongering is real. The bullies are real. What do you tell people? How how can we start uh, standing up to this? Because it's not going to end until we all say stop.
1: I mean, everybody's line in the sand is different. I've drawn my line. And I think people need to decide what is most important to them and stop. I feel like for so long, and I could even say you know, a few years ago, this was even me, We have been so used to, in our country, we are so blessed, right? And we we are free here. And we have almost just become apathetic and forgot how we got here. And, you know, our youth, especially a lot of them, you know, not... It was so encouraging to go to the Turning Point event this weekend because there are so many young people who still love our country and appreciate the fact that we are free. But there are many who have been taught because of the curriculum in schools and the things they're hearing all the time by the news, um, you know, that our country is this awful place. And we've lost appreciation for for what we are here being free Americans. Mm -hmm. We are so blessed. And so I would encourage people it's time now to stop being apathetic to actually realize we're at a point in history where you have to do something. And one of those things you can do is not comply. Stop complying with these things. They are mandates. They're not laws in California. Everything that they have told us to do, Oh, you need to wear a mask to the store. You know, you need to do this. You need to do that. Um, I I don't do it. I just won't do it anymore. So if they make me wear a mask in a store, I'll leave, I'll shop somewhere else where I don't have to, like I'm not going along with it anymore. Um, my kids' school, actually, they have done such a good job this year allowing it to be a personal choice, which that's also something that I've advocated for is if you want to wear a mask, that's okay if, that, if that's what you want to do, but don't force everybody else. And if you want the vaccine, that's fine too, but don't force everybody else who doesn't want it.
0: And do you think it's doing any good? There's the question I get a lot. You know, people are showing up to wave signs and they're standing on you know, freeway overpasses and all that. And I appreciate that because I think it sends a message to other people. Oh, I'm not the only one. But Mm -hmm. ultimately that's not what's gonna move the needle. Uh, Ultimately we have to get to lawmakers and frankly, uh, Biden wildly outside of his jurisdiction. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We we have forgotten in this country, what is the proper role of government? Uh, The Mm -hmm. government was instituted to secure our life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That is literally the reason that the government exists. It's to secure the rights of the people. It was never to mandate uh, edicts like this over our health or for any other reason, if, unless it had to do with the national security. Well, I think we could make a pretty compelling case that a, that a virus at the 99.9% survival rate has nothing to do with the security of American citizens.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you're fighting in a in a much more uh, proactive way and you have an event coming up, correct? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we do. I'm super excited about it. I I will say that I think because I have been involved in California leading a lot of these rallies, um, what I think the rallies and the protests and things do is, like you said, unite people and make you see that you aren't the only one. And there's so many like us who are opposed to what's going on. So I think it does unite you. um, But like you said, I think it's so important to uh, inform yourself on legislation in your state. You need to know what they're trying to pass. You need to call your legislators and oppose those things when you do not stand for them and share this information um, and develop relationships with people like I have relationships with our sheriffs here and these people who are honoring the Constitution and Networking and getting this unity because that's really what it's going to take. It's going to take all of us together as a team fighting this stuff. Um, Our event, I'm like I said, I'm so excited about it. It's called Freedom Revival 2022. It's in San Diego um, at Waterford Park. There's going to be thousands and thousands of people there. The purpose of the event is for us to reclaim our freedom. Um, Our state, you know, is very tyrannical. We have had so many mandates, um, including we have a mask mandate again now. Schools are trying, they're trying to force us to vaccinate our children who do not need the vaccine. And um, so the event, we want to bring people together. We want to unite people. We have some awesome speakers. Um, We're also going to be fundraising for the attorney here in our state that's been fighting for all of us. He saved thousands and thousands of jobs for healthcare workers and frontline workers. Um, It's going to be a time of worship it's going to be awesome. We'll have vendors, food trucks. It's going to be incredible. And I hope many of you can come if you're, if you're close, even if you're far, it's going to be a great day.
0: How do they find out uh, about red? Are you asking people to register? What are you trying to do?
1: Yeah, we are asking people to register. And if they go to my Instagram account, I have all the information on my Instagram account. We also have an Instagram page freedom revival. And so if they go to nurses, the number four freedom, I will post all this in my bio. Um, I also have it in my stories today. Um, and so they can register online, even as a volunteer, we need a lot of volunteers and things like that. Um, but yeah, we have flyers and there's going to be a lot more announcements to come, including who the speakers are, but I'm pumped. It's going to be a good, good day.
0: Yeah, it's going to be great. I've seen a little bit of a preview of it uh, and just was just so, I thought it was just so fun to run into you, this totally random thing, which your husband had this awesome shirt. And I'm like, Ooh, where do I get that? That's amazing. I also have tested positive for freedom. And uh, (laughs) I think when you start, when you start getting the message out that we, we need to live like free people, we are free Mm -hmm. Um, and remind people. Uh, and certainly i'm hoping to be at this event also and and just to remind people that we we did not we're not descended from fearful men we have an incredible legacy in this nation and our country is worth fighting for it is not the bad place that the universities and our high schools have been telling students now for generations yep. we actually have a history to be proud of You know, the the greatest nation really, I think, ever to exist on the face of the earth. Most of the most amazing inventions that we all enjoy were invented by Americans. Uh, Most Mm -hmm. of the advancements in medicine uh, advanced by Americans. Why? Because we're free. And a free people are free to discover. They're free to create. They're free to uh, help other people. And that is, by and large, do we have, uh, you know, points in our history that we're not proud of? Absolutely. But by and large, mm-hmm. Americans are the ones who abolished slavery. And yeah. so just to be talking, it's you know, speaking the truth and coming from a point of truth, that that is the plumb line. That is where we start. And that is what you are doing, Heather, in the medical community and standing for freedom and empowering other uh, medical professionals to do the same. And it really is just an honor to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thank you. I'm honored to be here. And you guys check out freedomrevival.org. I hope to see you guys at the event.
0: Awesome. If you guys want more information, I will link back to freedomrevival.org in the show notes today. Also be sure to check out Heather's Instagram account, Nurses for Freedom, and I will link back to that also in the show notes today. You guys know I have a love-hate relationship with social media. I actually think it's hurting our kids on a hundred different levels right now, but when we can use it for good, we should. And Heather is a great example of using social media to do a really good thing. So I hope you guys have had uh, a just, I hope you've been encouraged by this conversation. I know I've been encouraged. We're coming into Christmas. So take a break, everybody. Make some Christmas cookies with your kids. Get some hot chocolate. Watch The Grinch. Actually, I watched it the other day and I was like, huh, that's like Joe Biden in a cartoon. It is, it really is, just watch (laughs) it. So so check it out, have some fun with your kids and uh, I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture.